we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Hot and Bravo, the podcast from the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm Matthew McFarland. I hate when you do that to me. I hate when you switch it up. It freaks me out. I like that, though. I actually love that that rhythm, that cadence. That was nice. I'm I'm in a hosting mood today. I feel like I'm... Full on Ryan Seacrest this morning. And oh. this is American Idol. Oh, Lord. Okay. Hi. Well, hi. I don't know. I've been sleeping well. I've been eating well. I've been drinking some coffee, drinking some water. You have some, you have a whoop on your wrist? I, it's brand new. It came a day ago. It's not doing anything. Yeah, but. guys, uh, the whoop is like a Apple Watch, but not. It's, I'm, <laughs> hey, I was the worst advertisement the gym, ever. Y'all working on my fitness. He's my witness. Ooh-wee. Oh, that. That actually is a, they should use that for like an I'm a marketing genius. Whoop. If you want to sponsor us or take our ideas, give us a call. Um, how are you? I'm doing great. Clearly. Yeah. You're, you're just a little busy little bee. I love it. Uh, How are you? Good. Um, let's do a weather report. It's uh, cloudy and gray outside. And chilly, chilly. Uh, Yeah. But other than that, I think the energy is good. This week in Bravo was so good. Like, I, I think my favorite times are this period where we're closing out shows and then we're bringing in new ones. Like, it's so exciting. Because when we get into the middle of season, sometimes we get a lot of filler episodes all at once and it's kind of tough. But this week was juicy. We've got so much to talk about. Uh, where do you want to begin? Um, let's start in Atlanta, but let's start with... Do, can we do the Atlanta reunion first and just oh, close yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, out? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's close that out. Because I feel like we have less to talk about there. Yeah, because it was, it was more of a wrap-up. It was um, it was the husbands. This was about all the husbands. I feel like this yeah. Episode. I would like to start by saying that Anthony is a piece of shit. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. None of the Atlanta ladies should associate with him because he is a clout chaser yes. through and through. Yes. Um, Sheree and Drew were both foolish to use his services, mm-hmm. and hopefully we never see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did. Speaking of Anthony, and this is, involves the husbands. I did really appreciate Sheree calling out Ralph and being like, "You can't believe one lie from Anthony and not believe everything that he's saying." Like you can't like to Drew and Ralph. You can't be like, "Oh, you can't believe the rumor that I'm not paying," but you also can't like if you believe that rumor, then you'd also have to believe the rumor that he's saying that you're gay. But again, and I'm not Team Ralph, but I actually I had a different take on that. Okay, like, we'll get to that in a second because there's still some other stuff before oh, that that yeah. I want to talk about, okay. but. Put a pin in that because I actually had a slightly different take and I was shocked. I'm kind of shocked at my own take. To be okay. Fair. Um, but that's, but like, let's actually go back to that. The Sheree and Drew paying thing. Like, okay. Well, I mean, when we talk about, I mean, Sheree and Drew and their payments, I mean, I was so like, come on, Drew's saying that she was an investor in Shea by Sheree because of, Oh, that was a great read. I thought that was hilarious. No, but that's what I'm saying is like, I'm sort of over Sheree, like, cause she said yeah. like, we need, we need new content. And I'm like, yeah, from you, from you, exactly. We need new content. Like we are here. This is for 14 years. We've been hearing the same crap. And I thought, I'm sorry. I thought that was a hilarious read by Drew. It's like, I'm an investor in she by Sheree because that is, you know, what? actually let's go back to it. Uh, the thing about Ralph, let's just talk about it now. Okay. The thing about Ralph is I thought it was great of Ralph to call out Sheree for, using 
being gay as a slur and as like okay. a thing against Ralph and again yeah. like I'm really tired of that bullshit like yeah. the issue should be Ralph cheating on Drew period doesn't matter who it's with or what his sexuality is yes. about Agreed. but this weird stigma about homosexuality in the black community and against gay black men like I don't like it and so I don't I appreciate Ralph kind of calling her out for that and yes Sheree not paying is substantiated because multiple people have experienced her not paying. Ralph being gay on the down low, cheating on Drew, cheating on Drew, yes, that's substantiated. Being gay, not substantiated. That is what I think Ralph was saying. It's like, the rumors about you are substantiated. Case in point, you haven't paid Drew back. We were literally living it. Me being gay is something that you just picked up from Fatum and you're running with it because you are a messy bitch and you have no storyline. That's where I'm coming I, from. I, and I 100% agree and get with that. I think where I was coming from was I feel like I feel like also Ralph used that though to deflect from the substantiated claims that he is cheating with Drew. Yes. And so I think that's where I was coming it from. Was, was, I like I I mean, I get where Sheree's coming from being like, you can't believe one rumor and not believe the next one if you're believing everything that comes sure. out of his mouth. The gay rumor was attached to that. And I get what you're saying where it's like, we can't be using gay as a slur anymore, obviously. Yeah, uh, duh. Uh, but, you know, I, I do I do think it was a deflection tactic by him. At oh, some, 100%. At, Basically, I think what we're, we're figuring out is like, these were two scammers trying to outscam each other. Exactly. Sheree and yes. Ralph are both just like, Full of hot air. Everyone's everyone's wild up in here. Um, but let's talk about since we you mentioned the husbands, let's talk about Todd for a second. I fucking loved Todd on this reunion. He was so chill and smooth, calling out Sheree and Marlo for all of their bullshit. It was so great talking about Marlo's thirst, talking about the fact that oh, I used to work uh, production, and I remember that uh, you, you pay your yourself way to get onto the show. So and she really couldn't. She could not come back with anything. She was like, no. well, fuck, that's true. And I just loved watching Marley Crow when it came to Todd and Candy. Um, I'm so excited for the piano lesson. I know we've already <gasps> talked about it, but the piano lesson is currently on Broadway right now, y'all. It opens in a week or two. Um, we're going to go see it. Everyone should go see it. It's got an all-star cast, Samuel L. Jackson, Danielle, Danielle Brooks. Brooks, John David Washington, um, LaTanya Richard ja- Richardson Jackson. I apologize, but Samuel Jackson's wife is directing the piece. Like, it's... The reviews, early reviews are amazing. Everyone go see it. Let's get Candy her EGOT, please. I mean, I think Andy's right. I think this might be your Tony, but it is a stacked year with plays. So it we might is. have to see. And that's me becoming a new Broadway boy. Yeah, you're doing so well. Um, And you know, I gotta say, I, I thought of my mother when... Candy was talking about Todd getting remarried after she died. Like, okay. My mom has always talked about this where she's oh like, goodness. thinks it's so unfair when people are, are married for 30, 40, 50 years. And then men just can't seem to be alone. They just have to have a companion. So six months later, they marry some woman a year later, they die. And then the woman gets all the money and all of that, all of that for the, for the family that was left behind. It's it. I totally get candy being like, no, like yeah. by all means, if you need companionship, fine. But like, uh, uh-uh. uh, all we're we're selling this now so that my kids don't get screwed. Exactly, I totally get it. I mean, it's so fair, and I mean, we see things like this happen all the time. It's especially in reality TV where it's like one wrong move and it's all gone. So I think Candy's very smart. I think Todd needs. I mean, I think Todd is cool with it, but like, I you know, Todd needs to understand. Candy is the like the breadwinner of this family. No, th- it is does. her money. I do think he gets and it. And he does do some pushback, but at the same time, like, I, you know, I, finances are tricky. Obviously finances and relationships are tricky. Yeah. So like, 
he's figuring out the best he can. I got, I had a lot of respect for Todd, especially when he called out Marlo. I was like, that is a baller move because Marlo can talk, 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 but he has the true receipts because he worked on the damn show. But, and yeah, it, it just, it made me so happy. It was great. It was so great. I, I'm still a huge fan of Drew. I really am. Um, I, I think she explained herself pretty well, actually. Whenever she got asked about things uh, this last episode in terms of drop it with Drew and whatever, like, she finally fully owned, like, yes, I'm taking things, something that's already made, and I'm just trying to blow it up because it's working for me, and it was something that I wanted to do for myself, and I just wanted to appreciate people being honest with me, and if they thought something was up, like, just say something. Say something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I appreciated that. I loved when she was like, Sheree, she not done still. Yeah. I, Drew just is... I think Drew will be back next season. And I think next season we'll see probably Ralph leaving. Because the whole... I'm re-watching the whole thing about him not wanting to adopt the child. Three reasons to adopt a child. Oh, my God. He couldn't name a third one. The first two were horrible reasons. Yeah. Not, oh, because you want to enrich the life of a child that's not like technically your own. That's not the first reason. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? He's so gross. And he wants to do a book tour and with the men. I was like, what are you doing? Like, you you don't know. You're not going to like, he wrote this book and will not follow through with actually what's happening in the book. It's so, and he did it without Drew knowing at first. It's so, he's literally using her. He's using her. Like a fucking vampire. It's gross. Like and everyone can see it. He's except going for her. to get the hell out of Dodge. That is why he's not claiming Josiah. That's why he's doing all this stuff behind her back. He's literally making moves to leave her with all of the money in the back. It's giving me Norbit vibes. It's giving me Dion. Oh my uh, God. But we'll not- talk about that later. But <laughs> but I have to say, I have to say, and I don't know, this might be an observation that I might have just come to, but I feel like People who have grown up or have, I don't know, spent a lot of their lives in the entertainment industry like Drew has, where she started at a very young age and it's a lot of management and control and like this is what we need to do and this. I feel like you can, your whole life is I just need to trust everyone else because I just have to go up and do the job. And I feel like that translates a lot into relationships where they're like, oh, this person's just going to, you know, I don't need to worry about anything. Like this is my partner. And they jump into these things and then they're doing all this stuff behind their back and they're busy with work and they're like, Oh, they'll just manage this and that. Yeah. And then they take them for everything that they're worth or they use the hell out of them and then they leave them. Yeah. And they're like, well, why did it happen to me? And it's like, well, because you're just so used to being, you know, moved around that like you, you didn't notice it. Yeah. And I feel bad for these people. And like, you know, thank God I wasn't a child actor. I've, (laughs) I've, I've been through the trenches. But yeah, I, I, I don't know what it's going to take for Drew to wake up. And I, I'm kind of nervous to find out. It's going to take him literally. I think her. it might come next season. I, can't, I, I don't see them. I don't, I, I, I don't, don't see a reconciliation. No, I think it's, I think there's too many fractures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, oh my God, I'm so glad Andy, like I've, I've, Andy lately has been really holding people to the fire for the most part in these reunions. And I'm glad like he didn't let Marlo get away with saying like, there are certain doors I can get into and there are certain doors that Candy can, can't get into. No, honey, Candy can get into all the doors that you can get into. You can't get into all of the doors she can get into. Like, yeah. leave her alone. Yes. Leave her alone. Yes. Can't like, she's so unbothered by all of you. You guys, she is worldwide. Like, it's let literally it go. Candy Burris. Like, get over yourselves. Like, we need to understand that she is the queen of it's, Atlanta. It's, it's just, it's hysterical. Um, 
I'm sorry. Also, every else, every time I hear worldwide, I'm like, Mr. Worldwide. No, I'm like, literally, literally like, where's Pitbull? Pitbull's going to pop out anytime? It's literally every single um, time. But this was a great finale to the season. I think that all these women will come back. I think they're already about to start filming. I'm sure they're going to start filming next week for Piano Lesson and BravoCon. Oh, 100%. I yes. think we're going to get a, I, I hate to say it, but I think a lot of shows are going to be taping next week during BravoCon. I think we're, I, mean, I also hate that all of the Bravo celebrities are going to be here next week. I know. It's or be two a, weeks. Sorry. It's going to be weeks. overwhelming. But we're not going. Well, <laughs> we've got stuff to do. It's it's your birthday my weekend. My birthday weekend. You so know, we have a lot of plans. Yeah, yes. My parents are coming into town. It's, it's crazy. It will be fun. All right. So we've done Atlanta part one. Atlanta part two would be Married to Med. Shall we move on to Married yes. to Med? Yes. Okay. Married to Med. I honestly really liked this episode because for a couple different reasons. First of all. Anila. Anila, 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 Anila. Okay. I, I'm going to be very careful with what I say on this podcast. I will not. So go ahead. You, you be careful first and I'm not going to be careful at all. I don't understand why she thinks that, or why she's trying to perpetuate the idea that some, it was a, it was a specified attack on her home and no one, none of the other houses were hit in the neighborhood. I'm sorry robberies they don't go house to house to house it's not like the Grinch stole Christmas where he's going in the chimney and taking <laughs> exactly. everyone's tree they're gonna pop into one house choose one neighborhood like it, with one house that's empty they're gonna go in if it was a specified attack they would have taken bags they know that bags are worth money they would have taken other stuff unless all of those bags are fake like they they went upstairs opened the jewelry took the money that they could from the jewelry and, and they left. left like it's not like a sleepy like private affluent like suburb of Atlanta that's exactly the place I'm gonna hit yeah where it's quiet and no one's like paying attention absolutely all I have to wait for is the fucking gate to open I slip in and I see and then, who's not gonna be around yeah, whose and lights boom. are off their lights are off great I'm gonna take everything in there and I'm gonna leave it just it's insane that two days go by since you fucked up and threw your friend under the bus and perpetuated an ugly rumor about her and her husband. Two days later, you get robbed. And the first thing you think of is to accuse that friend of staging a heist. Anila, who are you? No one knows who you are. People don't, She's even know a blogger. Are. people don't even know who you are and you're on the TV show. She's a blogger. People have to like ask who, what your name is watching you on the show. Cause they forget about you all the time. Cause you have no storyline. I'm sorry. I, this girl is, testing my patience. I mean, I'm so glad even Simone on watch what happens live was like, it is completely fucking insane for anyone to suggest that toy had anything to do with a robbery and for Anila to even have any sort of imagination that she is who lady Gaga, Beyonce, that someone's going to come and rob her. Take a freaking walk. Well, here's my thing. I think, like I said before, I think Anila is doing every single hail Mary Throw, to keep her on the show. To think that she can Absolutely. stay on the show. And I honestly think this is the nail in her coffin. I think this is, we're like, okay, sorry, lady. Yeah. And poor her husband, who now has to pay for all of this house and all of this stuff I that think she he's needed. Gonna, I think she's going to give him an aneurysm or I an ulcer or a heart attack. Like he's, he's over her. He looks, rode hard and put away wet. I'm sorry. He looks terrible every single interview, every single episode. I would feel, I as... As a partner of someone who's working that hard, I would not spend that much money knowing how exhausted that they are. A hundred percent. And I and I mean, and she's not really working. Like I hate to say, yeah, she's doing the show, but like she's not doing anything special. Helpful. Like she's not. I mean, she has her mom in there for the kids because she has to blog. Yes, she's doing the show, and she's mad at Toya. So she's literally like, "Oh, I heard some rumors. Great, let's bring you. Let's come on. Let's just let's pile on." 
It's, it's yeah. We can all see it, honey, and you need to calm down. So sorry, Neela. Um, I do like the new, the new doctor that Doctor Jackie's bringing in. She seems really cool. She's so cool. I love how she's like, "Can we get pink gloves?" And Doctor Jackie's like, "Do you know how much pink gloves cost?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, we'll do purple compromise." I love the black scrubs and Gucci. That oh, they wear yeah. around the office. I was like, this is bomb. I also, I think this was last episode, but she's like, it's two o'clock. I'm going home, but I don't know about you. No, this, it was, oh, it was this, this episode. episode. She got to, she was home by three o'clock. I was, I, I loved her being like, I can see daylight. I, it's sun still out. Curtis was making lunch. And she was like, how healthy is this? It killed me. She's like, he's like, eat the damn sandwich. It was, <laughs> it was great. I was, I, I was so happy for her. Speaking of happy, I was, I'm so glad that Eugene has a new job. Working urgent yes. care in oncology. That is so great. I feel like it's exactly what he needs. Loved watching Toya and Eugene um, go shopping with their son because he wants to cook for his friends for his birthday. I like to be like, can you have any Wagyu beef? And they're like, oh my God, this like, kid. Expensive taste. But like, that's really sweet. That like it's he so wanted to do that cute. for his friends. I thought the birthday, par- the birthday party was so fun. And I loved that Contessa's son was there too. It's good to yeah. know that their kids are friends yeah. and that they all hang out. I felt bad that his little friend couldn't make it because she had COVID. But love that he was like, oh, I know. We text. He was like, I know. We text. <laughs> it was cute. Um, Now, you and I both have a problem with Heavenly. But but this was emotional. This yeah, was hard to this watch. This was tough. Because um, Heavenly has been through a lot with her mother, a lot with her sister. Yes. Um, I'm glad that they reminded us of the journey that the ladies took to Florida uh, years back to like look at where Heavenly came from. Because that's what I remember is when she was in... And she was walking in the neighborhood and they're like, you you weren't allowed to go out. You didn't have any friends. She's like, no, I was a loser. Well, all of her rage and all of her anger and all of the way that she treats her friends, it all stems from that. All of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that the death of her mother will give way to Heavenly having a breakthrough where she realizes. I mean, we again, saw. I'm just putting it out there. I'm putting a positive prayer out there for my girl. I, who I, I don't I, like very I much. have to, I, I'm going to get into it later because she does have a moment in the end that I want to talk about, but I want to say something and it's, this might be controversial, but I need to know what the difference between a prophet prophetess and a psychic is because I think well, I it's think, the same thing. It's just in the eyes of the church, they're called a prophet I think as opposed it's the to way a psychic. For, yes. I think it's the way for uh, the church to feel good about using psychic energy, spiritual energy without it being considered like dogmat well, or um devilish. Well, here's like, the thing unholy. is like, I mean, the prophets have been around. I mean, I've read the Bible back and forth a hundred times because I'm a Catholic schoolboy, whatever. But I... Well, Drew wanted a prophet to bless her baby, remember? Let's yeah. So it's like, I mean, my thing is like, I... It's, it is the same thing. They, I mean, prophets tell what's going to happen and like, you no, know, and so Again, it's, just, it's just it's the way just for Christians to feel okay. I was just very interested in that. And I loved how the prophetess was like, she had something wrong with her like legs. Now she's dancing in heaven. Like that got me. I was like, that's beautiful. Like that's, to yeah. hear that, like they're finally able to find happiness is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then to wrap up, like I know, I mean, I'm like, I'm Dr. Simone. I understand that Toya can be a little spicy sometimes. And like she does, her delivery is not always great, but like Toya just wants to be like love and respected and, by the group, by the group. And she's had it. Um, and I don't blame her for questioning Anila's claims. I'm so glad that Contessa and Simone jumped in there too and being like, 
LOL, and the other thing, she's so important that she thinks that someone planned to rob I'm dead. her. Like, she, ha- she got 70 followers. That killed like, me. I'm sorry, but all the people, I'm sorry to go back to this, but all the people that live in that community, their net worth is more than yours and your husband's. I'm sorry. Like, let's just be honest. I'm sorry. I'm so bothered by her. And but I just don't understand why Quad is exactly. so anti-Toya. That was what I was going to say next. Why is Quad spreading this rumor about Toya too? I think it's that sister thing where they... I think they just fight like sisters. It's weird. I think that they are are too similar, and it's like a weird. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It's it, it made me upset that Quad also perpetuated the rumor that Toya was was her immediate first thought was oh Toya did this. I mean, I expected it from Ramona. Sorry, I mean Heavenly. <laughs> Sorry, that was a, that was literally something I realized watching this episode in Heavenly's confessionals and seeing the way that she acts. And and it's also the way she works. She talks about. She's like, oh, I'm I'm an angel. I'm I'm heaven. Like I I'm of God. And then she's like, I my husband has the biggest dick, and I love to have sex well, every single and day. You know, and she's like, but I don't talk about it. And well, thinking about it though, Ramona came from an incredibly abusive childhood oh where gosh. her parents literally made her feel like worthless. Heavenly went through the same thing. So yeah, it's this is there. They both have the same. It's trauma. literally. I mean, it's slightly different, but yeah. no, it's it's product of being used and abused by your family you become abusers yourselves yeah so it's a hurt people hurt people but yeah i was very i was very wow this is i was watching ramona this episode um the door the fast thing yeah that was the last thing i gotta say (laughs) jackie get your damn door a note like a pull push sign on your door because these ladies could not figure it out all right Okay, I want to end with Salt Lake City because I loved it oh so much. Oh my god! Absolutely. So I think we should absolutely. do Southern Charm, Beverly Hills, Salt Lake to end it. You read my mind. Amazing. You read my mind. Southern okay. Charm, y'all. I'm gonna say it one more time. Leave Craig alone. Leave him alone. I, I, I. Leave I, Brittany alone. No, truly, I feel like that. That Chris gay. Crocker. Yes. I call him by his name, Chris Crocker. Chris Crocker. God bless you. You're doing God's Sorry. work. I. I, not anymore. I will not anymore. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> keep this in. Keep no, all no, this no. in. No, please keep it all in. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> um, God bless Paige. She is a hundred percent right with by Naomi. Like she is so good at validating Craig's feelings, but also being like, listen, you're not petty. We'll invite her. You'll come out smelling like roses. It's up to her to behave at your party. Yes. And I thought that was great. And I think the two of them are so great. And I just hope it keeps going. I really think they're good for each other because she supports Craig in everything that he does, no matter how silly it may seem. And that's all he's ever wanted from a partner. All because he's you ever see, wanted. I loved the flat. I'm so, first of all, I'm so proud of Craig and where he's brought sewing down South because watching the flashbacks where he's like, it's like seeing my lash flash between my eyes. I was like, is there nothing there? But <laughs> Just seeing the way Naomi was like laughing at him while he was sewing and she's like, you're sitting around doing nothing. And even, you know, his other friends who, you know, have been there always never thought he was as serious as he was. Like seeing Cameron in from old seasons laugh about the European sham. I was like, girl, this is like I would be so impressed if he's like, this is the perfect European sham for this couch. I'd be like, Craig, look at you. And I'm glad they showed all that footage because maybe... Naomi will watch that and go, oh, yeah, I was horrible to him. No wonder. No wonder he doesn't want to have anything to do with me. No wonder he just wants to just be, let bygones be bygones. I am I have to say, I, I know I've been like, eh, about Vanita for a while. I want Vanita next season because I think, I, I am team Vanita over team 
Naomi. Oh, 1,000%. And Naomi showed us exactly who she is. Exactly She's who she is. She's known Vanita for so long. And all Vanita said was, I think it would de-escalate the situation if you just acknowledge how he's feeling. That's all she said. Which is the most human and adult thing to do. Beyond. And then Naomi immediately flipped the switch. We're not friends anymore. That, to me, says it all. It does. It says it all about who she is. Um... I love the shambong, by the way. I've never done one. I have friends I who have them. One. It's been around for years. I know it's not going to work for me because first, carbonated liquids, trying to chug them, yeah, no, that's it's going to come up my nose. Yep. And two, I can't open my throat like that. I'm not a shotgunner. <laughs> I'm not a chugger. I'm sorry. It's not um, going to work. But like, for Craig to call her up and be way nicer than he needed to be, because I almost wanted him to say the thing that Paige said was, look, we don't have to be friends, but we do have to be civil, and I, I want to extend this olive branch. Just come, and we can be civil. He was much nicer than that. Yes. And for her not to be like, cool, you're right, I'll come, we'll have fun, no drama. No, of course it has to be, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should go. I feel uncomfortable. Then don't go. Yeah. Don't go. Exactly. Don't go. But of course... She comes with Madison S too. Like, who are you trying to bring? Like, what? Like, we forgot about her. We don't care. We don't care. And... Oh, you know what? Before we get to the party, let's actually backtrack a little bit and talk about Shep. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, because we totally bypassed this. Shep, literally everyone told him, do not tell Taylor to quit her job. Do not say, I'm going to give you the money that we have and we're just going to go travel because what you want is control because you think if you have control, she'll never leave you. Right. And you can see the look of panic on her face when he brings this up. Like I, th- I was like her... In that I kind of thought maybe he was going to ask, like, move in with me. Or, like, I thought he was going to show some... real form of commitment. Yeah. Some show of, like, I'm in this. This is the big step that I can make right now, given where I'm at. That would have taken him so far. But no, it was this cockamamie plan to travel the world for as long as they can on 30 grand and then come home. And I love when Craig and uh, I think it was Whitney were like, to what end, though? Like, what happens after that? Exactly. And he didn't have a fucking answer. He didn't have an answer because he's like, I will have her in into submission by then. But that's, I mean, but then if if you have her there, then why not, fi- like, commit? Like, what's the, what's the, like, I'm with them. What's the end game? He's it's so idiot. confusing. And we're going to talk about how that ends at the end because I, I just, am, I, first of all, as much as, like, my partner would make and how, like, successful they were or if they came for money, whatever, I would never, ever lose something that's bringing my own finances in because no. I have been burned so many times that yes. I'm like, I don't trust. I mean, I should be able to trust, but like, it's always nice to have just a little bit for yourself. Yes, absolutely. So and to have some side of sort of independence. She's yeah. just Shep adjacent now. Yes. But back but to the party. Back to the party. So I do think that Craig maybe should have had a seating chart. Yeah. I, although I do get what he was saying, being like, if I had put Naomi not near me, that would have been like, I'm damned if I do it, I'm damned if I don't. So like, everyone just pick a goddamn seat. And for what, I, and I think what happened is he just said everyone pick a seat, and people were shuffling over, and people kind of like, oh, Craig, you should have had place settings, whatever. And then as soon as most people were sat down, Naomi strolls over and goes, well, where's my seat? And he goes, oh, well, we're full here, so just go sit at the other table. There were more than one table. Yeah. There, like, that's what I, I don't understand. There's more than one table, and just fucking sit down and eat your food. Yeah, it's, it's, 
Naomi. No one else had a problem but Naomi and Leva. They made it a problem. No one else was having an issue. Okay, here's the thing about Leva. I loved Leva. I thought she was so cool. And this episode, I was like, girl, what? what are you doing? And... You can tell she's just so over everyone in this group. And she's supposed to be having her own Vanderpump Rules show, right, about her, like, businesses in Charleston. I don't even know if I want to watch it anymore because I'm like, first of all, you're siding with Naomi. And second of all, you're acting like you're above everyone else. No, you are just the same. Like, I'm sorry. If you're on this show, you are rolling around in the shit like everybody else, Leva. I'm sorry. You are. You are just – you're on the same level as everybody else. Yeah. And – you could have pulled Craig aside and said, Hey, I'm, I'm, my feelings are hurt that I don't have like that. I'm not at your table. Like there were a thousand ways to go about it. If you were really that bothered, but they came in already irritated and upset when Leva has nothing to do with any of the drama. Yeah. And then she goes over to his business partners and starts stoking up why she's upset. Like I would have done the same thing that Craig did too. It's like, if you're bothered, leave please. And she left and she left. And they were like, wow, what an embarrassing way to leave. And I was like, no, who cares? And then like, I guess Olivia and Madison, that situation. Oh, was I would have like, been like Madison too. Or, or I would have been like Olivia too. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. let them fight it out. Like Madison, don't get drunk and be a bitch. Like, come on. I do like Olivia though. I, I really like Olivia. I really hope we see her next season. I hope Austin isn't an idiot, but that's asking a lot. I so. feel like he's growing up a little bit. I Craig is a good seems... influence on him, which is not to say that Craig still has a lot of growing up to do, but Craig has evolved more than most of the people in this cast now. And so Austin- and I, think- I, I think he Austin did a, is like I need to do this. A lot of it was pandemic going to Bermuda, but I think the other half of it has been Paige. Paige has been has God, made she him is a breath of fresh. Yeah. I fucking love her. And this is Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> exactly. She just she gets it. Oh, I she love gets her. It. I love um, her. All right. Do we talk about the fina- like the final <laughs> the wrap up? So Shep and Taylor go on a three month. We've seen it on social media. They went on their three month adventure. Uh huh. They come back and he did not commit and still had his Raya profile active. So she dropped him and she just, I, she's like, I just have to assume that he is unfaithful because at the end of the day, like, I'm sorry if, I mean, even if you're like, I don't even know, like this is the problem. I'm sorry with like, like dating apps and just having everything out there all the time. It's like, it's so, it's so like, oh, the next best thing can be there. Why don't I just wait for the next best thing? Yes. And keep my options open. And Shep, you're not going to get any better than Taylor. If you think it's better, it's going to be some bimbo that like is going to be hot for two seconds. And then you're going to be so over it. Emotional, spiritual, lifelong bonds are what you should be seeking in all yes. of your relationships. Whether yes. they are friendly or romantic. Yes, exactly. Like you can, I'm sorry, you can sleep with any Girl when you want with yeah. a pulse exactly that, uh, you know taylor like, is a saint and she's literally she's like i want to do everything she for has you. substance she is like such an upstanding person she is you're not gonna get any better than her no she's got it all what the fuck are you thinking and the more you do this chap like the more people are gonna be like no i'm not gonna get involved with that you he's, got lucky with taylor she somehow saw the good in you he's like 50 right he he's like in his 50. late forties. He's in his late forties. Has to be. He's older. Whitney, I believe he's older oldest. than Jack. Yeah. Oh God. Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> that's saying something. Jack Taylor, who I haven't mentioned and in like, years. Even the preview for the first part of the reunion next week, like she's Taylor sitting there sobbing. He's like, "I'm sorry, you feel that way." It's like, what is your problem? You emotionally inept little m- boy. I ugh. Whatever. 
It's gonna be a great reunion. It's gonna be. <laughs> I like how we were like, "Oh, this season of Southern Charm we started, and we're like, up. whatever." It picked up. It picked up for sure. Um, okay, let's get to the juicy stuff. Let's get to the good shit. All right, let's start with Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, okay. Wow. Did you well, notice that during Erica's therapy session, when they brought up footage of Tom, they literally it says Tom, Erica's estranged husband. Yeah. And they yeah, always like bring up that scene with Lisa Vanderpump. It's the only footage they have. Yeah. It's the only footage they have of him. But I mean, I do, I do think it says it all. It I does. Do, I do it's, think that scene was so chilling when it came out. But again, Erica, it is possible to have compassion for the victims and not implicate yourself in criminal activity. It is possible to do both. Yes. We can do both. Yes. I, and, and her therapist and Sutton, like everyone is trying to spell this out for her. And she's like, I need compassion too. I need it. Yeah. I was like, girl, yeah. Okay. You have enough compassion. You have friends that are literally reaching out to you. I mean, even Sutton laid the silver out for her with the Popeyes. Oh my God. I thought it, I, I have to say Sutton. Sutton um, Strack. I'm a slutton. God bless you. I mean, she should renounce Dolce & Gabbana, but still, I love her. I'm, I'm totally I, converted. I'm a slutton. I'm a slutton. She really, really turned it out this year and really changed the story for herself and really, like, stood up for what was right. I Well done. Well done, lady. Um, I loved that whole, like, lunch. And I do think she actually got through to Erica a little She bit. did. I she think did. she really kind of made a dent and I'm really proud of her. Well, let's see at the reunion, but yeah. Um, okay. At Erica's pop up, Erica, I'm sorry, but fuck you for you're, you're making yourself look so guilty and you're making yourself look like you were the one that leaked all the shit to the press. When people come to your pop up and all you can talk about is what happened with Kathy and Aspen. You, you it's, you look it's, like an idiot. It looks bad. It looks very, 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 very bad. But like, I got to say, well, everyone would love to have this story. It makes it look like you're the plant. Yeah. You're it really the, does. You're the source. I have to say, I did love Lisa's wig though. She looks great when she's not Lisa. No, honestly, that it, I wrote Lisa, you look great, but you're so full of shit is literally what I wrote. In like, all here's the thing. Like Lisa, maybe it's time to like try something new. I mean, so here's the thing is when she's talking to Dorit, Dorit seems to have, more of a right perspective on it because she's actually spoken to Kathy. Kathy has owned up to the fact that she lost it and that she needs to apologize to people. But Rinna is so, and we're going to talk about this more later on, but Rinna is so, ooh, bloodthirsty, foaming at the mouth to nail Kathy to the cross. And you can really see it, especially when she's talking to Dorit. Um, like, Kathy owes you an apology? It's for what? For what? For what? For venting? Aren't you her friend? Aren't you supposed to be there when your friends have a little too much to drink, are super discombobulated when they're with a group of friends they don't hang out with all the time and they say things they don't mean? Are we not human? Give me a fucking break. And Lisa's Lisa's a Kardashian-Jenner teammate. She's uh, so anti-Kathy right now. When she was like, "I having that Kardashian-Jenner tequila. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want that's a Jenner tequila. That's Kendall Jenner. Her name is Kendall Jenner. Yes. It's a Jenner te- I'm not I'm not associating a, a Kardashian tequila with 818. It is a shit tequila. Uh, apps I've had it. It's absolute shit tequila. And I know my tequila. 
in Mexico. I, I honestly, I honestly have heard from people who have had it that it's not their favorite. They don't. I tried, it. I tried a shot of it and like I can do a shot of tequila, like good tequila. I also don't really like Casamigos, but that's a different story because it's too, like it's flavored and I'm like, why right. is this flavored? But d- stop trying to promote this shitty tequila. Like but no one also, cares they have enough money. To, I'm sorry. To sit there and go that, oh, Kathy, you're jealous of the Kardashians. Rinna, no. you are jealous of the Kardashians. She you wants are. to be you a Kardashian. You want to be a Kardashian. You were so fucking excited when your daughter was dating Scott. Like, don't get it twisted. Um, I mean, pointing out the Buena was spelled wrong. Um, and Kathy said in the Instagram Live, I was left by myself at one point. Mm-hmm. She didn't say she was by herself in the house. Like, Rinna, everything is on film. Everything, like, and all of us are hungry out here in the Bravoverse covering the shit. We are going to fact check and kind of corroborate footage. 100%. Like, stop. We are just as good at this as you are. Um, but, and oh my God, can we talk about Diana for a second? Answering the phone with Elton John in the middle of the party. What? A crock of shit. What a party trick that, like, so dumb. Oh, I can't wait to see you at the Oscars, my dear, it's my love. It's so desperate. It's so, like, God, you're trying so hard to stay on the show. I have so many and stories about sitting- Elton and David. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're fine trying to collect those. They're like, who is she? Like, God, it's so annoying. Yeah, and, oh, I'm sorry. Her sitting there and going, um... Oh, well, so the way you get to uh, buy an Aspen is you'll tip everyone. I mean, Kathy was born into this. She should know that. And I got to give Erica credit being like, um, no, she wasn't. She was married into it. And we were all married into it. So yeah, like no one knows. Up. And so were you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. You came from all, Borneo or yeah, somewhere. I'm all, sorry. Or, uh, Bosnia. Bosnia. All of us here, were, we married into money. So let's, like, uh, she was basically like, Diana, shh, 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 honey, shh, honey, shh, God, shut up, shut up, shut up. Um, but Crystal. Crystal fucking Minkoff, I love you so much. Sitting there being like, oh, no, I believe Kathy. I fully believe Kathy. No, I believe Kathy. Like, I love Crystal. Because Crystal knows. I even love Crystal being like, and well, isn't it a little problematic to be requesting MJ at the club? And they're like, no, I love MJ. We all love, like, we all have, like, memories in the house, love MJ songs. But at the same time, like, at that point in time, it was not a good time to be like, oh, let's jump it no. up. And she's like, I guess I'm just the millennial. And it's like, no, we, like, I'm with you, Crystal. She's, like, close to our age, right? Or She's 39. So, yeah, she's only seven years older than me, which is crazy. Oh, my God. She's, like, 20 years older than me. Um, She doesn't look a day over 25. She's a... I love her. I love her TikTok too. I don't know if anyone else is on TikTok, but I've found this new app called TikTok. And she posted, she posts a bunch of like her like dressings and she does like little cooking things, which I love. Which also makes me think, because I love to post like and do like weird cooking things. And I'm like, is that something like we, me and Crystal both have like disordered eating disorders. Like we, but we like, is that a thing like where we, it's a fascination with food and like preparing it. Well, I think it's a way for you to relate positively to. Yeah. To it. Like, I feel like I want to be like on Food Network. I don't yeah. know. No, I think that's, that's totally valid. Cause I was trying, I was like, oh wow, this is like kind of stuff that I've been trying to work on and do. Yeah. But. And the thing about Crystal, what I think she's really settling in and I think it'll get even better next season. She's sort of taking Kyle's place as like the center of the group a little bit. Like she's like the center in training. Like she, yeah. Cause she's the voice of reason. She's kind of taking all the information and being like, what am, what's actually happening here? I'm not going to just take what I'm hearing at face value. I'm kind of going to put it all out on the table and go, what's the most like, like what's most likely the truth here. 
And I'm all here for it. Love her, love her, love her. I really hope she comes back next season. I'm really, my love for Crystal started back when she started and it's only grown. She's just a cool ass bitch. We love her. Like I would love to hang with her. Okay. Should we get to the, um, the meeting, the meeting at Kyle's house? Okay. The meeting at Kyle's house went perfectly until Rena showed up. I love Kathy pulling the flowers out of the garden. That first. was, that is so Kathy. Cause Kathy is, you have to remember she they're, they all grew, they're all from trash. Like she these women up in a peace side shirt, a the skirt, same shirt, the same one where she had the mental breakdown. I'm fucking dead. And then these uh, hilarious boots. And she's like, Hello, howdy, ma'am. I'm here to apologize. I'm from, from the Monderosa to apologize for what I've done. But this is what I'm saying. Like, They're sisters. This is what. This is who they are, you guys. Under Underneath all of the glam and all of the money that they have, they're just a bunch of country bumpkins. Yeah, they everyone are. is. You know what I'm saying? So it's... Uh, the bracelets are making me hot. Take the bracelets. They're making me hot. Um, The Kyle and Kathy conversation was good. Kathy clearly felt bad and was upset. And like, they kind of got to the root of it. It's like, Kathy, you're like my mom and I need you to be proud of me. And she goes, Kyle, I am proud of you. Like, yeah. And they were getting to the root of it. They were getting there. Like more needs to be talked about, but then fucking, but before Rinna comes in, Kyle, see, Kyle knows who she's friends with Mm -hmm. because she flat out says they're fucking trained assassins. Yeah. Kyle already has it in her mind that her friends are ready to take her fucking sister down. She already knows what's coming. Yeah. So she's like, I hope you can fucking figure it out with Rena because you're not ready for what these women are ready to dish out. Yeah. She knows already. She knows. It gave me chills. I was like, ooh. Because this is exactly what these women on this show do, especially in Beverly Hills. The The Fierce Fierce Fox (laughs) 5. They choose a target and they try to take them down. And this year was, this year we're seeing that this fall because there's only three of them on the show or no, there's four of them. Yeah. Teddy's the only one who's not on. Yeah. But you know, I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 can we get into Lisa Renna coming in? Let's Is go. that okay? Let's because Lisa Renna comes in after these sisters. I mean, we are both products of, I mean, you have two siblings. I have two siblings. Yes. I fight with my siblings at least twice a year around the holidays, <laughs> <laughs> but like we're fine. You know what I mean? You get over it. It's family. Like, and then you're just like, okay, we're good. And that's literally what happened here. Yes. The Kathy and Kyle were like, you know, we kind of were out of our minds. Like, I shouldn't have said those things, but Ponderosa is here to apologize. I still love you. You're still my family. Let's go. Lisa has to come and be like, I deserve an apology. Like, she's part of this family. Kathy, you need help. Yeah. Kathy, you have a black heart. Yeah, you need to get some, like, there's some things that you said that really have stuck, and you have to get some things looked at, because I think there's something dark inside. And I'm glad that Kathy was like, well, you can be pretty cruel, too. I love her going. point, what you're doing right fucking no. now. The best thing was, like, I just go back to the way that my, that Lisa handled my sister, Kim. She was very physical, in case you forgot, and they show the Amsterdam clip. I was like, yes. Yes, Kathy. And then go the, for the but jugular. But trying to be like, it's the same. It's it's the same family. This it's. Uh, I'm back here again. It's like you're the because problem. Because of you. Yes. Because of you. And you know, I was I was the biggest Lisa Rinna stand, but she has literally gone off the deep end with this one. And I'm so relieved to see the scenes from next week. Because everyone, Sutton, Crystal, even Kyle and Garcelle, everyone is sort of 
going, wait a second. This goes beyond holding someone accountable. This is fucking crusade. Yeah. This is trying to destroy somebody. And like, I don't, yeah, I just, I, everything that Kathy said, I'm sorry, sounded logical to me. I was in a group of friends that I'm not normally with. Yes. I let little tiny things get to me and I overreacted. I had a little too much to drink. And by the, by the end of the night, I went ballistic. That's totally fair. And if Rena actually cared about these women, she would have tried to sort this out privately and tried to be, and she would have come out smelling like roses. Yeah. But I totally see now why Rena and uh, Erica and Diana are all like doing major damage control on social media now. Cause they know that the reunion is a fucking mess. Yeah. And I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Literally, Beverly Hills, they give it to us every year. But it also makes me relieved well, not to every see, because I love Kyle. I do. And I'm just relieved to see that Kyle, I was afraid Kyle was going to let herself get caught up in this bullshit. But I think her and Dorit snap out of it and kind of stop Lisa and Erica from going too far. I forget what the seating chart is, but I'm very interested in the seating chart for Beverly Hills. Me too. Okay. okay. Can we get to the best part? The the best well the the best franchise is coming back next week, but second best, Potomac. Oh, see, do you I, think this is I up? I'm, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna I literally was I was it's my first note. Salt Lake City is the best franchise we okay. have right now, guys. It is it is the best. Potomac is now. Right underneath. Just well, we'll have right to see underneath. what happens with this premiere of Potomac. Yeah, but I'm. But for me, this premiere of Assault oh, Lake. Oh man. I, I just want to say, I've always said this. I can sniff a snake from the moment I see them, and I told all y'all, no, Meredith did. is you a did. piece of shit, you and did. everyone tried to come for me you and did. be like, give her a chance. She's funny. She's just cold. This is her thing. No, someone who is that that ready to throw away a 10 year relationship. We'll get into everything else. Let's get into this right I now. I just want to talk about let's, this right let's now. Let's get into Meredith right fucking because, now. Because, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be really honest and tell a story about my life. Let her really quick. Let her rip. So I have a friend that I've been friends with for over 10 years. Right. And a couple years ago, before the pandemic, um, we had a huge fight, a huge falling out. I said things I shouldn't have said. She said things she shouldn't have said. And we didn't talk for a couple months, like six to seven months. Right. It, I, I ate my crow. I ate my humble pie and I said, we need to get together and talk. And she said, I agree. And we sat down and it wasn't, he said, she said, fighting it out. I said, we have been friends for 10 years. I love you. You are like family to me. Mm -hmm. I can't go on without this. Yes. She said the same thing. That's how we started the dinner. We finished the dinner like nothing. It was like we just got back to our old selves. It was the best time. And she is now still one of my best friends. Yes. I love her to the end of the world. But we realized why let this one, one mistake that we had this one night get in the the way of everything that we've built, our entire love, our entire relationship that we've had. That is what true friendship and is. And Lisa is trying so hard. She's she's doing like the hard work where she's at a party in front of everyone in tears, apologizing. She's walking up multiple times trying to. And she even said before that, like she was not going to do it because she didn't think it was the right time. But 
yes. things happen. And that's and and this was even said on Watch What Happens Live where she's like, we all went to dinner together after, but it wasn't. We decided not to talk about the things. Well, no. At the so reunion. let me clear. So yeah, yes. I want to kind of put this into a timeline a little bit because I think it because Meredith is like she didn't talk to for months, it's, which is bullshit. Yes, it's bullshit. So listen, y'all. Yes, Lisa lost her mind. Because Meredith was not a good friend to her last no. season. After Lisa has been a ride or die, Meredith was not. And Lisa lost her cool and said shit she thought wasn't going to be heard by anybody else. And all the shit she said, by the way, was brought into the group by Jen Shaw. Everything. All mm-hmm. those rumors about Meredith, all the shit that Meredith said was everything that Jen had brought up season one, season two. Let me just say that right now. Because it's ironic that Meredith and Jen are now buddy-buddy. Yes. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So I just want to put that in there. So then, apparently, um, Lisa and Whitney, who, by the way, are now really good friends, and they were on Watch What Happens Live after the premiere. And And go by Litany now. They go by Litany now, which I fucking love. She revealed to us that after the reunion, they all went out to dinner. They went to Sir. And Lisa went up to Meredith and said, what can I do? What can we do to, to fix this? And Meredith said, not right now. Mm-hmm. So Lisa listened and left her alone for two months. It wasn't because they weren't filming. She just said, I'm going to leave her alone. And then Lisa eats crow, calls up the person that she's not friends with, Heather, and goes, what do I fucking do? And Heather gives her some really sound advice. Yes. And because I loved, I loved when Heather was like, is that really what you felt? And she's like, no. And she's like, I, I think that's what you really felt. And that's how it came across. And she's like, but it's not how I felt. I had rage in the moment, and that's what I need to explain. And everything I heard was just shit that I heard from other people, including Jen, Jen Shaw. Shaw. Now, let's pause on Lisa for a second, because now we're going to jump to Meredith. Because Meredith, is whole thing is, I would never, I would never <laughs> say something like that about one of my friends, especially a friend that I've been with for 10 years. I would never stoop so low to give false or rumors about someone that I care about or someone else in the community. But I've heard that Lisa has been cheating on her husband and can't pay for her business and sleeps with people for money. So and has an I won't say filing on Vita Tequila. Yeah, but blah, I won't. Blah. I won't say anything because like, and it's like, girl, you are. And then you have Seth, who also is Ugh. suckling from Devil Meredith's tit. <laughs> Being like, oh, John's my friend, but like, I'm going to make fun of John this entire time and pretend to be him and talk about these people behind their backs as well. But then when, but then when Lisa tries to come and apologize to me, I'm going to cry and be like, well, we're really hurt. And it's like, no, you're not. Cause you guys we are laughing in the house see through your bullshit. You and Seth, the reason why you two are so upset about what Lisa said, it's because it's true. true. Even though the delivery was terrible, everything she fucking said is true. And we all you know sleep it. around. Both of you both have admitted you both to slept like around. your family poses because we see your stupid ass son in the front row of funny Seth girl. Still can't which t- was, I don't understand how he was in funny girl with Leah Michelle and had his phone out. <laughs> I'm sorry. We saw that show and I was entranced from the moment she was on stage. He has no taste. He has no soul. He needs to get checked out for his black heart. Justice for me, Leah Michelle. In case you guys don't know, uh, we don't like Meredith. <laughs> and I really don't like Brooks. I mean, the Marks family is on our our do not do our no fly list. <laughs> the Marks family if is I on the no fly about, list. If, if, if I see I'm them out TSA if I see them in the fucking airport. No, if I see them out and about around New York and BravoCon, they better be ready to catch some hands. That's all I'm gonna say. But I'm kidding. I'm not. Just, gonna, I'm not about violence. I am. I'm so team Lisa. It's insane. I'm literally and I sweating. Believe, I'm sweating. sweating. I'm sweating right now. And I, I'm, I think watch what, after watch what happens live and listening to Lisa and Whitney kind of talk about and hint at what's happening this season. I think that 
we're gonna see the fall of Meredith, and I'm looking. Mm, to I'm it. so tasty. I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat that pie of yes. the Meredith being gone. I mean, it would be a it would be a dream if they iced her out until next season, and then she's gone, and she's only a, a three season girl. I mean, that would be amazing. The That's thing, the dream. though, oh. that. Whew, yeah, let's let's take a breath. I need to calm down for a second because I literally <sighs> the Marx family. I the episode just activated me so much. I was screaming at my TV like I was I was like a straight man watching a football game. I was like, ah, score the touchdown! I was just like so enraged by because I could you could just tell she thinks that she is coming out on top that she's burying Lisa and she's burying everyone that's like messed with her that she's coming out on top and everyone loves her and it's the exact opposite. Okay. The thing that made me very sad, though, is we know that Whitney and Heather, by the throughout the season, Whitney and Heather's friendship is going to get tested a lot, and they are not the best of friends. They have a falling out at some point this season. We know that their ultimate girls' trip relationship is about friends who are in fights, mm-hmm. and I think I now know why. I think that. Whitney's journey of taking herself out of the Mormon church and taking herself off the register. I think it sets something off in Heather. I think it makes Heather feel unsafe. I think it makes Heather feel, cause you could just see Heather was spiraling when Whitney was telling her about this in that incredible speakeasy, which I just want to say, and I love that they can lock the bookshelf so that no one can get in if they don't want them in. Um, Brilliant. I'm putting one of those in my house. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I think you're right because Heather is so worried still about her family and the church and how they perceive which is her. So sad. Which is it's sad, but you have to understand it's it's oh, I do. in her blood I get and it. bones. I get it. And I completely understand where she's ca- coming uh, from. A former Catholic, I totally get it. Talking mm-hmm. to a uh, still a Catholic, I don't get it. Well, I'm not excommunicating myself excommunicating myself from the church, but um yeah, it's it's you can t- I think she's going to start separating herself from Whitney and that's going to upset Whitney when he's going to be like, what's your problem? She's like, I just can't be associated with you. I feel like that's where it's going to be. And Whitney's going to be like, what, what the, the fuck? Exactly. Like you're you, you're literally writing a book called Bad Mormon. Like, what are you talking about? But I also get where where uh, Heather's coming from. Where oh, I she's do. Like, I do, too. Because she's like, I can do all of these things where it's like right up to the line. Yes. But if I cross that line and take myself off, there's no coming back. And my family won't talk to me anymore. They're already not talking to me, but that will be, I'll be X'd out because they're not allowed to speak to me anymore. Yeah. And I I, I see how hard that is. And for Whitney, it's okay because her family has kind of already pushed her out because of the cheating or the adultery and like how she got with um, her husband and all of that. They've already kind of, she already has that rocky relationship where she's like, they're supportive now, but like, I don't need to be part of the church. Well, and what I think we're going to get into this season and what she's going to start talking about more is the abuse that she endured as a child, which um, she's just starting to work through through therapy and remember, and, yeah. which is, I think we're, I think we're going to get into some dark stuff with Whitney this season. Um, so yeah, that's not fun. Um, I am happy though to see that Lisa and Whitney are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess all that's left to talk about is... Well, we have a new character really quick, um, Angie K, which is different from Angie that we saw last season. Right. And she's the one hosting... She hosts Jen's our husband's Coach Shaw's party. 51st birthday. Yeah. And now let's wrap up with talking about Jen Shaw. Oh, dear. 
Um, it's really, 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 really sad. Um, because Jen still how manages to make Coach Shaw's birthday about her. Her. Um, when he specifically asked her not to. Yes, and it's really sad. Her still trying to claim innocence when we know that eventually she pleads guilty. I mean, we know that now. I mean, that's. It's 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 hard to watch. I mean, I mean, I think we're gonna see. We're going to see the, tr- I think we're going to see her truth come out in New York City when they, when she has to go and the three of them are here because it's right after that, that she takes the plea deal. Yep. So uh, it's, it's, it's almost, I, the thing that bugs me is that if I was her, I'd be like, I just know what I'm doing. I've, of course I'm going to downsize to a smaller house. Of course I'm going to take these things back because I want to be, I want to make sure my family's okay. I want to make sure everything's right. But no, she's like, I now don't have like my Barbie thing anymore. And my house is half the size and my Shaw squad's been dropped down to a few people. And it's like, that's not the shit that matters. What matters <laughs> is that your husband is on the, on the brink of leaving you because you guys will not have any money. You might be going to jail for years. It's, it blows my mind that everyone has their priorities so screwed up. Money really fucks your mind. It really up. does. Yes. Like it's it's like why can't these people? I mean, Erica, um, Jen Shaw. Like why can't these people like understand that like money isn't the end all. Like what at the end of the day, you you don't have the money on your deathbed. Like it doesn't matter. And again, you have the people there the that love you. Objects of you giving everything away for your family and for the victims that you hurt. Like giving all that away. Like that's the way to, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. It is the easiest PR move ever. It's so easy. It's it's really sad, and I I mean we're here for it. We're gonna see this whole thing unravel. <sighs> I just yeah I just feel bad for Coach. I do too, and he's in a lot of pain. You and can tell he's uh, he's, he's struggling, so exhausted. Yeah, but damn, it was such a good beginning, and I cannot wait to watch the rest. It's gonna be the. A, a show that's consistently topping itself. Are they going to Scottsdale next week or is that like, in a couple weeks? No, it's next week. That's wild. I love that. I love Meredith that. Meredith goes, I don't trust you, Lisa. I just don't trust you. You're not a safe space for me. It's like, you're not a safe space for anyone, Anyone, Meredith. get out of here. Bye. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm activated. Me too. Okay, so Potomac starts next week. I believe on next Friday, this, or no, Sunday the 9th, I believe. Yeah, so... Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. Yes. So we've got Sunday the 9th, Potomac. We've got now our Wednesday nights. That's Beverly Hills and Salt Lake, which is mm, the best night of the, the week. Yeah, and we're heading into reunion time for Beverly Hills and for uh, Southern Charm soon. So. A Southern Charm reunion is going to be good. But make sure, as always, you're subscribed wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And we have a little announcement to make. Yes! So... You know, we love talking to each other and we have a lot of different things we like to talk about. One of them, of course, is Bravo. But another love that we share is movies. Not the same movies, but movies. So Matthew and I have decided to start a podcast um, called Highbrow Lowbrow. Yes. Um, so each week, uh, Eddie and I are going to pick one of our favorite actors and we're going to pick two movies to talk about. One will be a highbrow selection that I pick. So um, the pinnacle of their career, a high moment, um, Oscar worthy performance, perhaps. And then Eddie is uh, going to pick a lowbrow moment of theirs. Uh, maybe a movie that earned them a Razzie nomination, a movie that did not make a lot of money, a movie that really made us question, are they really actors or not? Uh, I, mm, okay. So uh, we're very excited. They're good, the movies. Oh, no, no, no. 
debatable. We're very excited. Uh, our first episode comes out next Friday, October 7th. Yes. Uh, so please tune in and like, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts there as well. It's called Highbrow Lowbrow. Yes. And we uh, will be putting those episodes also on YouTube. And that is also something that we'll be doing with Hot and Bravo. So make sure to look up for that in the future. We'll be giving that information very soon. Lots so you can see our beautiful faces yes. while we discuss. Lots of new and fun stuff coming down the pike. So uh, enjoy your week, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.